Greetings. Uh, welcome to another episode of Autonomous Birth. Um, on today's episode, I'll be interviewing um, Brianna. Brianna has a one-year-old son, and basically she's going to tell us a little bit about her journey into motherhood, what it took to get there a little bit, um, how it's been <laughs> since she's been in it, and the postpartum, of course. Uh, so please stick around to listen to that. And as always, like us on Instagram. Well, follow us on Instagram. And then like the posts, of course. Uh, follow us on TikTok. Subscribe to us on YouTube. And also listen to us on the things that are podcast platforms. Share our content if you do not mind. If you are a mother who would like to tell our story, of course, reach out via DM on Instagram. Or uh, I do have a form. Well, I had a form. I'm going to start using it again, but um, I just keep forgetting to put it in the thing. So reach out on the form. Um, but in the meantime, here's Brianna and my, my, here's my, what the hell? How do you say that? Here's the conversation between myself and Brianna regarding her birthing experience. Um, so to start, if you can introduce yourself, why you look crazy? My God. Okay. Introduce yourself. <laughs> So you want me to introduce myself like how? Um, like just who I am? Your name, uh, if you want to share your age, a little okay. bit about yourself outside of being a mother because we are going to be mothers. Um, okay. All right. So um, my name is Brianna. Um, I am 31. I'll be 32 on May, in May. So my birthday's coming up. Um, I have a one-year-old son. Um, I'm a licensed cosmetologist. I actually went through uh, cosmetology school while being pregnant, which is a bit. <laughs> um, I'm a wife. Uh, I love softball. I love sports, just all in general, really. Um, pretty outgoing, you know, like to have fun, like to spend time with family, um, like to travel when I can. But eh, I'm a really laid back, under ground type person i'm so seriously <laughs> i'm being serious i am i'm up to myself a lot so that's a little bit about me okay and so um to start if you could tell us about the pregnancy i know you just said you went through cosmetology school while mm-hmm. you were pregnant so a little bit about it like symptoms uh i'm sure that was hard managing that all those type of things yeah, so going through cosmetology school while pregnant was, I actually started in January of 2021, I believe it was. Yeah, in 2021, I didn't find out I was pregnant until a month into the program. Um, So me going to cosmetology school was something that I was doing for myself. I've been doing hair for years. So I'm like, you know, I'll be 30. I'm trying to do something that I can say I completed something for me. Um, you know, to help me out in the long run in my life or whatever. Um, and then I found out I was pregnant after we've tried for years. Um, we've been together, what, 16 years now, married almost four. So it took us a long time to get pregnant. Like it was something that we both wanted, but it took us a, a little bit over 10 years to actually conceive. Um, I had polycystic ovarian syndrome, PCOS, so had to figure some things out, but my symptoms, um, things were just weird. Um, (laughs) 
it was. <laughs> it, was like, it was. It was really weird. It was like I'm in school. I'm waking up, and I'm like, okay. One thing, my breasts were really, really, really tender, and they've never ever felt like that. So, like one day, I wake up, and I'm like, okay, cool. Then I'm like getting to the point where so I can't sleep without a sports bra on because they were that sensitive and that sore. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, I tell my husband, I'm like, you know, my breasts are really sore. Maybe I should take a test. And he like, man, we, you know, we've been down this. Road. All right, we'll take one. Mm-hmm. We'll take one. But it was more so tenderness of my breasts. I was tired, but not too too tired. But he he was eating like. We we rarely eat Popeyes, and the day before we found out that we were pregnant, he was like, you know, we should go to Popeyes and get something to eat. Like he had all the cravings, so like <laughs> a lot. It was weird. Okay. <laughs> it was so weird. Like we were eating. Like I don't eat sweets like that. Mm-hmm. So we had like we eating sweets. Like it was just weird. Like I've never felt that type of like craving or you know my body the the tiredness or just the soreness that i was having certain things or certain times of the day like i just was lazy mm-hmm. like i didn't want to do anything like so you was doing I mean, a whole human being though so like you know it was and the thing wasn't but about that <laughs> that's the wild part <laughs> it's even crazier because my the way my cycles work so prior to me getting pregnant i had irregular periods so i'm like okay lad that year was that 2020 yeah 2020 so you know the world came to a whole complete stop you know halt then and i started to have regular cycles up until november of that year mm-hmm. i didn't have no more after that so when I got pregnant, the doctor actually said I got pregnant in December, which is weird because it was the day after Christmas and I hadn't had no period. <laughs> I didn't have one in November or December. So I'm like, all right, like just the way the whole body works is just. Mind blank. <laughs> um, it's weird. So I got a question. If you want to answer it, tell me, kick rocks. Okay. Um, so. I know you said you have PCOS. Mm-hmm. Why I know, like, I know people with it. Basically, can you tell us a little bit about it? And also, kind of about the journey, like, um, prior to having baby two. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, polycystic ovarian syndrome is you pretty much have cysts that pile up on your ovaries. Mm-hmm. Just the way it was explained to me. Um. So, it's different kind of like different levels to it some people don't can, can't conceive um you can get type 1 diabetes from it you gain weight around in your midsection a lot um which is pretty much hard to get off when it is um your testosterone levels are higher than your estrogen levels so you intend to grow hair in places that men will grow hair the back of your legs your chin you know mm-hmm. just excessive hair growth um what else? Ugh. Me personally, I've had weight gain problems. So my weight fluctuates a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have to cut out like carbs. I have to eat a, a set diet in order to maintain things in a way. You get really moody behind it. Um, it does 
psychologically kind of mess with you. Your periods are thrown off. Um, it's a lot because different women go through different things, and you know, every all of us, all of us don't have the same exact journey of it, of or you know, yeah. different symptoms at different times. So, I mean, I was lucky, luckily, not to get the type the di- diabetes part of it, which is good. So, I didn't know that. Yeah, you yeah. It's and then they give you like metformin for it. Like I went through Yeah, I it is weird cuz they give you the metformin and they they said metformin actually helps you to conceive. Mm-hmm. So, prior to me actually finding out that I had PCOS, I, my doctor went through a whole mm, Excuse me. She went through a whole testing of things. Um had to have a, like a sonogram, a vaginal um sonogram and everything like that so that's how we found out that it was actually pcos mm-hmm. because you could see the different the small little cysts mm-hmm. that are sitting on your ovaries um i had a nervous breakdown when i found out that i did have it because i'm like you know this is i want to have children am i going to be able to have children you know what what is it what is this for me like mm-hmm. you know as a woman you want to some women say they don't want children, but I think being able to bear a child, to carry a child, to freaking birth a child is like the most beautiful thing in the world. Like you have a human being actually growing inside of you that you get to nurture, you get to take care of. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's weird. Like you're really responsible for a whole nother life. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's, it's definitely... <sighs> It's, it's special. I would definitely, and I, I wish that on any woman to be able to experience that. And for someone to tell you that it's a possibility that you won't be able to, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. It's definitely heartbreaking, but I'm here. <laughs> one year old. All right. <laughs> um, so, what was I about to say? My brain is in mush at this point. Uh, I realized my mother, I keep telling people this because it's blowing my mind. My mother reminded me that I have not had a full night's sleep in three months and I love to sleep. And I'm just like, okay, that's why I'm crazy. It, can't remember it's a, it's, it don't stop. It's like, oh, that's, I remember that, <laughs> man. I seriously, like, I didn't sleep for like probably a week. When I first came home, it would, I collectively, I probably got a good, I would say five or six hours of sleep in a week. Like, it was, it was i was del- very delirious <laughs> i was in the bathroom like four five o'clock in the morning one morning like what in the hell like i'm praying like god what did i just get myself into like it was that's the type of mind and i'm like oh my god like is this the am i ever gonna get back to sleep like yeah it's weird <laughs> very even still i can say even and i breastfed mm-hmm. and i'm still breastfeeding so it's sometimes it's <laughs> a lot it can be a lot but it's it's very rewarding at the end of the day yes yeah once you get through it yeah it's like okay cool yeah this is lovely (laughs) but when you in it it's like jesus where are you (laughs) help me help me (laughs) (laughs) like that kevin hart help me help me (laughs) (laughs) um okay sorry back on track where was was that at see my brain that's why 
I have notes because it's my brain. Yo, you yeah. said your you said your mom. So you oh, yeah. reminded you. Yeah, I, I said that because I couldn't remember what I was talking about because I have lack of sleep. <laughs> um, okay. All right. So uh, I guess we can go into your actual story, like your birthing story. Um, however you want to tell it, like labor, delivery, and then if I have any questions, you'll get them. So I wanted to actually have a natural birth. Um, my mom, she has five kids. Mm-hmm. So she has my oldest sister, me and her are 14 years apart. Um, she had all of us naturally, every last one of us, and me and my brother. I me and him are nine years apart. Seriously, she had all of us naturally. Me and my brother are nine years apart, and we were both breached. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah. And then my younger sister, she would have been breached, but she ended up turning herself around before she slid on out of there. But um, my story, I I wanted to do natural. And my mom, the whole time, she was just like, you know, it, it ain't going natural way for everybody now. Mm-hmm. She was like, but if that's what you want, I'm there with you every step of the way. You know, just be prepared for whatever is to come. Because you might want something to go one way and it'll go the next. Yeah. Told me that the whole time. Um, didn't plan on having a C-section because I ended up having a C-section. Um, and what was it? About four weeks before I actually birthed him. Well, you know, had him or whatever. Um, I had an appointment and they were measuring and they were saying that they couldn't measure his head because he was sitting like really, really low. Like he was right there. <laughs> right there. Yeah, and it did work that because I'm like, please, just come on out, just come on out. But no, um, they said his head was measuring small. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to take him at 38 weeks. Yeah, at 38 weeks because there was a possibility that if we did the full term, he would have been born, stillborn. Mm-hmm. And that sent me in a whole <laughs> spiral. Mm-hmm. Like, it scared me a lot. And my mom, she was actually on her way to a family reunion in a car. I'm like on the phone crying. I'm like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? She's like, you're fine. Like everything is going to work out. So my induct, they induced me on the 19th of September. Um, the same day that the Ravens finally beat the Chiefs. Girl. <laughs> That's what you remember. We were in- we were because we were in the hospital. We watched the game. I remember. I remember. Went in the hospital on a Sunday. Had on all the Ravens gear. Everything. Everything. Because when I found out I was pregnant, it was the day before the Super Bowl. So it's things are kind of like like in a special. Like they really are like special to us. Really. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we ended up having a boy when we thought we were having a girl. But you know, um, they induced me probably around midnight. I think it was, and they put like this balloon in me, and mm-hmm. I had to wait for it to come out. But I had one doctor that came in, and she was like, you know, once if the pain gets to be unbearable, she was like, don't ask for any medicine. She was like, you know, nine times out of ten, it's ready to come out. She was like, but mm-hmm. if you cannot bear it, then go ahead and get it. She was like, but I, I'm encouraging you not to get any any pain medicine. So I'm like, okay, cool. So the balloon that lasted till probably about three three thirty that morning, before I actually started to not feel the pain, and then it started to just like it would. I can't even explain. That is pain that you can't really explain unless <laughs> those type of cramps 
are like next level cramps. Mm-hmm. Like those are the I I don't those that type of pain I don't wish on my worst enemy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, I mean depending on how I <laughs> which enemy well, is it. <laughs> <laughs> but the balloon i called the nurse in um and she came in and she was like you know let me check let me check when she checked she's like oh it's time for it to come out and i'm like all right cool so they were able to take it out but they wanted to insert a camera in some little camera thingy and i i birthed him at gbmc mm-hmm. so they wanted to insert some camera and just so they could uh what was it um monitor my contractions so they would know when they were coming technology look they wanted to insert something else in there Mm -hmm. to and because i wasn't any on any medication when they try to put it in i wouldn't allow it like it was like i'm not (laughs) (laughs) don't touch me no more so it was she was like, all right, cool. We we just wait. We'll wait. We'll wait it out. So I started to contract probably about 4 30, 5 o'clock. Like, you know, after everything, that's when my contractions really started mm-hmm. on their own. Um, I think I had dilated to like three centimeters. It was only like three centimeters that I got that I got to. Um, and then about nine o'clock that morning, I was like, I can't take this pain anymore. Like I looked at my husband, I looked at my mom, I'm like, would y'all be mad if I got a C-section? I mean, not a C-section, but if I had got an epidural, because I hadn't had an epidural. And they were like, no, like, my mom was like, I told you, like, this ain't for the week now. You, <laughs> you, you know, you're not going to do the natural thing. She was like, so I called the doctor and they got everything with, with me up, stuck me in my back. And I had to get my epidural in between getting my contra- having contractions. And then I, it was, it was, it, he stuck me twice because he said I couldn't, he couldn't get me mm-hmm. the first time and then he got me and I'm just sitting there and I'm just like, mom, please, just, I just want this to be over with, please. <laughs> this Again, is a lot. The only way over is through it. So. It's a lot. It's a lot. And I, after that, I instantly went numb mm-hmm. and I was just laying in the bed watching TV and then probably about. 15 minutes later, they kept coming in and out of the room, checking the monitor. And I'm like, why are y'all looking like, what's going on? Like, is everything fine? And she was like, yeah, everything's okay. Like, we're everything's fine. Then they came back again. And she was like, well, the doctor came in this time. And she was like, you know, we may have to do a C-section, you know, because every time you contract, his heart rate drops. And my heart rate drops <laughs> because I'm like, what in the world? You know, like what's going on with my baby? Mm-hmm. So they like, you know, it's not a, it's not an emergency. You know, we're just monitoring it. Boy, it did not have been an emergency. They quickly got me into the C-section room mm-hmm. within like, you know, 30, 40 minutes. And I guess it was protocol to not worry me behind it, but yeah, you know, I was still worried. Mm-hmm. Um, the probably the most scariest thing of my life never been like never had a surgery or anything like that so that was like really 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 scary like really scary um didn't know what was going on with my baby didn't know you know what i mean like it's carrying him all of these months and then like it's time for him for me to actually get to hold him mm-hmm. you're telling me something wrong like what's going on right. so <laughs> get him like just give me my child mm-hmm. 
So, um, you know, we went into the to the C-section room and I was woke the whole time. And my mom and my husband, they sat like up near my head. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was sitting there. He was all eyes all big. And he's just like, you know, and my mom, she's like, everything's okay. And my anesthesiologist, he actually calmed me down a lot, mm-hmm. a whole lot. And he looked at me. He was just like, you know, I got you. He was like, you know, you're going to be fine. You know, just just breathe. Mm-hmm. Like, I just need you to breathe. Like, just breathe. Your your son is okay. So I laid there for a second. And then like, I don't know, for me not to have felt my body, I felt myself shaking, like, as scared. Like, I'm just like, you literally just and I'm like, what in the hell? Like, it's the how weirdest am thing I? in the world. Weird. Like, I can't feel anything. Like, y'all are literally cutting on me, but I'm shaking. Like, it, it's, it's, it's weird. Um, at 1.24, they pulled him up out of me. They pulled him out, and I looked, and she was like, six pounds and two ounces. And I looked at the doctor. I said, well, he's not small. And I just bust out crying. And I'm like, you know, <laughs> I'm like y'all really scared me like mm-hmm. i'm like he's not small like i was six like six pounds 11 ounces like i wasn't a small kid mm-hmm. i think that's average if you want to be technical um it was just i don't know like it's it's definitely a a moment you know to have to see something or someone that you've been that's been growing inside mm-hmm. of you you know, you get to go to your ultrasounds and see the, I guess, a, the baby, but it's like a silhouette or shadow. You don't really get to see. <laughs> you don't really get to see it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know what he's going to look like. You don't know if he's going to have 10 fingers on one hand. Like, you really don't one know any of this. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you don't know if his legs going to come out like a mermaid. You don't know nothing. And it's, it's, to see something that beautiful, like, just be like, whoa, like, you came out of me? Mm-hmm. Whether it's a C-section, and it, my husband had to really, like, you you birthed your child. Because I I got into a, <clears throat> a funk about it because I'm like, I actually didn't vaginally yeah. have him. So it was like, did I really, like, like, did I fail? Like, you know what I mean? Like, did it... And he was like, no, like you, you birthed your son. Like you had him, like you, you know, you had him. So don't feel any type of way about it. But as a woman, I'm like, well, I mean, he ain't come up out of me, but he did come out of me. Like this just, I don't know. It's like probably the, the, I know for a fact it's the best day of my life. Like this is the best day of my life having that little boy. So, and he's just getting big and running around and oh god he's a mama's boy at heart it's it makes your heart proud don't it you know what i mean <laughs> but over there with your father like leave me alone <laughs> like, i need a break yeah i need a break <laughs> um it's funny a few things one it's funny you said the thing about first because he did it mm-hmm. earlier he was like i birthed he was like well actually i had a c-section and I was like, mm-hmm. you used to birth them. But I went through the same. I had a C section with Ramel. And I would not say I birthed them because I was like, I didn't birth them. They took them out yeah. of me until I got over it. But I completely get that because it's just like, yeah. you know, you want to imagine birth and whatever. Yeah. Um, 
And then fun fact, kind of, it's not fun at all. It's not a fun fact at all, but it's a fact that's relevant to this conversation. Um, I was actually, I actually followed this uh, company called DMV Mm -hmm. Bird Jewels. Mm -hmm. And they were saying that GMB, GMB. GMBC. GBMC. GBMC. Yeah, I'm like, this doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. I was like, it's great in Baltimore, but that's not what I'm doing. Um, it has like the highest C-section rate. Yeah, they do. And I was like, they oh, do. That makes sense. Um, but yes. So, uh, kind of. They do. It, it, it kind of it kind of like made me like, what are y'all getting paid off of this? Like y'all, like it. those type of things definitely went through my my mind because i know during my stint of pregnancy there was a few people were that were getting told the same things like you know your child's measuring small we'll have to induce you at this amount of weeks you know uh it's a possibility you'll have have to have a c-section like probably about four or five people within that time i'm like okay like what what is this like is this something like we're all being told this same thing like all of us black black women are being told this same exact thing of like it's it's a little it's a little there you go <laughs> yeah. and they could be the same reason because the same reason they told you well kind of mm-hmm. myself you and somebody else i know they tell you your baby's heart rate is dropping because of contractions but then i saw like a video and it's like if you think about it if somebody was squeezing the life out of you it's stress yeah you, your heart rate <laughs> would go up too so it's like it makes sense um, and did you get your, did you get your hospital bill? I didn't. I, I really didn't pay. Okay, because my C-section was thirty thousand dollars. Well, hell yeah, it got something to do with money. Thirty? I ain't paid. I did not pay. No, I mean I'm <laughs> just saying, like, still, like, I had insurance, so honestly, that is wild. Somebody paid the thirty thousand dollars. Somebody paid it because I sure did. I wasn't. I ain't even paid the nineteen hundred because y'all traumatized the hell out of me. You ain't never getting my money. <laughs> but yeah, this that I feel like it's definitely money, and then they want to be in control of when they can go home because birth when is uncontrollable. So like, if you let me labor the way I need to labor, you may be here. They wanted day. me to. They wanted me to come in at nine o'clock at night, mm-hmm. and they tell you to call thirty minutes before you get induced. I called, and they were like, you know, can you could you get here at ten? What was it ten ten thirty or something like that? Like we, as far as rooms, they had people in the rooms and i'm like they're just getting them in and out in and out and it's easier just to say okay we can cut you open and take the baby get you in and out as far as because at that time it was a lot of people bringing yeah, pandemic pandemic it was a lot <laughs> i know this this generation of kids it was a lot it was definitely that that 2022 there's a lot of babies. It was a lot mm-hmm. of babies. And a lot mm-hmm. of home births because of the, the pandemic. Yeah. So it was just, it was yeah. a time. It was a time to be alive, I guess. It was. <laughs> that is the perfect quote. It was a time to be alive. Because yes. everybody was popped up pregnant. Everybody. Yeah. Was like, all right, you had some fun when you were locked in the house together. We didn't have anything else to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I was born at the top of the pandemic. Like, he was born March 15th, and then the world shut down the 16th. So um. Oh yeah, yeah. We had to take care of a kid, but <laughs> if we didn't have to take care of that kid, <laughs> probably would have been. <laughs> it would have been another one, <laughs> definitely. But uh, okay, so 
<laughs> with your doctor, if you could tell me a little bit about your doctor, like, was it, did you like him? Um, was it somebody you had going to? Did it make you feel comfortable? All those things. Black. No, it was she wasn't black. Um, I actually had two doctors. The first one I had, she was. Um, she was from Ghana. Um, that was her name. Dang, what was her name? I forget. I'll circle back, I'll let you know. But she was really, 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 really good. Like really good. Um, she sat down, she explained, you know, things to me as being a woman of color, like she was you know, mm-hmm. very much concerned and and very informative about about us. So their office actually closed, and they had to go to another somewhere or something. So whatever, whatever, whatever went with that, I ended up being with, with another doctor. Probably I would say probably about seven or eight months, and most six or seven months into the pregnancy, I ended up being with another doctor. Um, she was, I was her first birth cause she had just started there. So me being, me having him was her first birth of her whole job of being there or whatever. But, um, which was nice. Um, she was cool. We talked and it wasn't, for her, me to had just met her and it wasn't like a, the end of the pregnancy was probably when we kind of grew more of a relationship because of me asking as many questions as I asked, coming to the doctor's office twice a week. So I would say that probably was the best time of us getting to interact and to know each other. But I would have rather stayed with the other doctor, you know, out of things. But can you get your out of here? <laughs> um, <laughs> so rewind to because uh so you had the baby in September twenty twenty one twenty twenty two twenty two I mean twenty one twenty one I'm lying twenty one it was twenty one okay so okay yeah. the world wasn't as shut down because you, you mentioned that you had your mother and your husband in the room I was gonna say oh that's different yeah okay. um okay so what about the nurses at the hospital. How was that? Man, the nurses were wonderful. Um, especially after having him. Mm-hmm. I had one nurse and she took care of us the whole entire time we were there. She was our night nurse. Um, we pretty much slept throughout the day, but she was like our night nurse. And when she came in, it was like being at home. <laughs> you know, she came in, she changed linen, she took care of the baby. Whatever we needed done, she made, even, like, if the cafeteria, whatever clothes, she was getting us food, like, she, she was, she, she really, really took care of us. I would definitely say GBMC, um, their nurses, or just their, their paternity ward, maternity ward is just, like, it's awesome. It's definitely awesome. It's definitely awesome. The women there are, they care, they take great care of you when you're there they do you may have carried the child but he looked just like his dad he just like <laughs> i'm like why is this baby look just like his father like this just act just like him act like him sleep like him <laughs> just like a whole spitting image of his dad 
Oh, okay. So the fun part of it all. Postpartum. Tell me about it. How was it? Was great. <laughs> oh God, it was. Uh, I would say it was. I probably would say the most depressing time of my life because I felt like I wasn't going through. I would be. It's denial. I was definitely in denial about me having postpartum. Um, like it would be days I would just get frustrated with myself, you know, feeling really down. And I will honestly say it lasted. Mine's lasted probably a while. Um probably up until probably sometime last year like it lasted a good good while like I felt really down about myself um just wasn't me like who am I like, and really that's where I was at like well who the hell am I like what am I doing like what you know like I just felt crazy I felt crazy like I would lash out and I'd be like well you ain't you did it you ain't going you know it he ain't hanging from get city all day like it would <laughs> but it's a fact <laughs> come on now like, come, it, help me out here it was it was postpartum it's it's serious and because it's dangerous like it's it's a dangerous place to be in um especially if you don't have that a good support system <laughs> this man sleep with my baby Oh yeah, that sounds about right. Sorry, mm-hmm. no, it sounds about right. But no, it's a it's a dangerous place to be in if you don't have the proper support system. Mm-hmm. Um, because you'll 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 lose yourself. Like I was, it wasn't whereas though. Like some people, I've heard that they had postpartum and they don't want to touch the kids. They don't want to be around. The ch- it it was nothing like that. Like. He was my actually my my sanity, but it was still like okay, just take him for a second, like you know. But then it would be like, oh no, give him back. You're not doing this. You're not doing that. Like, all right, let me. You know what I mean? Like, okay, let me let you do your thing. Me do mine. But it was it definitely was a a time. It was an experience. As a woman, that is probably like the lowest, probably the lowest part I've probably ever been in my life or just feeling the way that I, you know, having the feelings that I was having about things. Like I didn't have any like suicidal thoughts or mm-hmm. nothing like that, but it was just like, what, what, what the fuck? Like what's really going on? Like how do you lose yourself? Like, you really lose sight of things. Like, it's just like your mind goes into a whole whirlwind and you can't piece, the, piece together a thing. Like, it was it was definitely a, a time. It's not funny. You look stressed. No. Just, no, you look stressed just thinking about it and remembering oh, it. Like, I, can't, I, I really can't explain it because mm-hmm. it was just, it was you have to actually go through it in, in order to understand like how your life just gets altered like that you know what i mean like you you know people be like you know take it one day at a time like it you can take some days and literally if it takes some weeks it might take some it could take some years 
you know what I mean? It is, and I can probably say even still to this day, I might still feel down, you know, just out of the random, just be like, oh, man, it's like I can't do like this is this is a lot. This is a lot. This is a lot. Um, but we do it. We get up every day, no matter how hard we feel like we can't. We get up every single day and we take care of them kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though sometimes you want to be like them kids. Sometimes. <laughs> how many times a day do I? Feel how like many that? times a day? Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Can't tell you how many times a day I take that. <laughs> Seriously, uh, but we do it. We do it. And... We get it. We get it done. We definitely get it done. Yeah. Um, well, that's facts. I remember prior to having a kid, people would be like, "Having a kid changed you so much." Having a kid changed. I'm like, how? How does it change? Then I had a kid. And I'm like, oh my god, who am I? <laughs> I know, because it do. It definitely changes you. Yeah. And it's, it's especially like my mom, my mom, and my sister in law. My whole pregnancy, they would tell me, you know, yes, it's two of you, you know, he'll grow up in a two-parent household, but at the same time, mommy is mommy. That child going to want mommy. Like, you are, that's who they going to come running to. Yes. You know, whatever things happen when they want something, is it's mommy, 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 mommy. And, like, now that's the phase he's in. Like, ma, ma. So right past your husband coming to you. Hey. Well, I mean, right past. He woke this? me up this morning while I'm asleep. He kissed me on my lips, his little dry lips. He kissed me on my lips. And then he said, Mom, Mom, Mom. <laughs> I just woke up, I say yes. <laughs> what do you want? What is it? Now we're starting the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I know you mentioned uh lashing out. Um so while we we change as women, obviously, I do feel like relationships change as well. Mm-hmm. So, like, what was the impact on your relationship? And also, you guys walked through it. So, how did you get through it? Too? Um. So I would say, okay. So I would say twenty twenty. Um. Prior to me getting pregnant, like right before me getting pregnant, that probably was like our biggest year that we had. Whereas though our bond, it was the year after we got married. So it was like the world was on lockdown. We're in the house together all the time now. So it's like, what is pretty much we were like relearning each other. And, you know, things kind of, it was, things got spicy. They, you know, it was, you know, in there having all fun. It got spicy. It did. It got real spicy. We were having fun, you know, relearning each other, you know. Just like mentally, physically, emotionally, and that type of thing. And then we got pregnant. And that was, the pregnancy was just like, it was awesome. Like, you know, it was awesome. And then like having him, it was like, okay. You know, he went back to work. I'm at home. So it was kind of like, now I feel like that bond that we had created, you know, how close we had got. Cause it was like best friends forever. Like it was, you know, even though we've been together that long, but that time it was just like, you know, best friends forever. Here we go. We we got our thing. We doing our thing. They kind of felt like, you know, how you high school best friends, and you go off to college, and then you're like, we still best friends, but we're. <laughs> <It's> analogy though. <laughs> <laughs> it 
kind of felt like that a little bit. Like, you know, we were we were kind of like buttheads a little bit because I'm like, all right, you're at work. And then I'm trying to understand him. He's trying to understand me. Like, you go to work. You're at work. You're working. I'm at home. I'm taking care of the baby. So I'm really not getting no peace of mind to myself after a while like and i'm like you get to get out the house mm-hmm. and you get to do stuff like you get to be around other people besides a freaking infant like i'm like that's where i'm at with it um but then like we 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 sat down and i think it's the older that he got because he didn't require to be attached to me as much mm-hmm. so it was like the older that he got we kind of like had to sit back and really like assess some things like you know this is kind of weird you know we ain't this is not us you know we're not saying eye to eye on certain things like maybe i need you to help me out a little bit more in this space and i'll help you out in a little right. bit more in that space you know what i mean like it's just a communication <clears throat> is pretty much the same things but you know it's 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 all it's all there's right there okay i'm sorry no you're good um okay so you don't know this well obviously you don't know it because i'm about to tell you right now so last summer so mm-hmm. uh our husbands do the thing we got the thing the thing too. Mm-hmm. they the had thing. a week together last year <laughs> <laughs> um and we were both there that's how i know brianna mm-hmm. um and one time, well, I was pregnant. Nobody knew because ain't nobody's business. But I was pregnant. Exactly. out, I was in a really, really bad place, and I didn't mm-hmm. succeed at breastfeeding. But she was breastfeeding baby. I was like, oh, she look at her. I was so proud. I was like, I'm like, I want to ask her so many questions to make sure I do this right. But I was like, I dude, that was creepy, so I did not. <laughs> but it would have been fine. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that was a little creepy. So. um and you're still breastfeeding. So if you can kind of tell us about that uh, journey. Because like with myself, not many. My sister breastfed for a little bit. I didn't have like, you know, anyone to talk mm-hmm. to about it. So when I was messed up in the head and nobody to talk to, I was like, yeah, formula. It is. Yeah. Um, so if you can tell me about that, if you are supported and like, how did you know? About, well, your mother had five kids. So she probably breastfed one of them. You never breastfed. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, we all was formula babies. She tried it. I think she said <laughs> she tried it with me mm-hmm. she said it didn't um it didn't last so i was a formula baby for most part <laughs> but um breastfeeding is actually it's a lovely thing um it has its moments where it can get a little frustrating because it's when i first started breastfeeding i didn't know if i was doing it right if he was getting enough mm-hmm. you know if if just what am, what's going on like are you latching the right way you know it never hurt it because some people say that it hurts mm-hmm. i would say like the first day when i when he latched on and i'm like the doctor the nurse was like this i need you to do it this way i need you to hold him like this like the nurses were really helpful when it came to me breastfeeding him because she was like you know you gotta hold him like a football mm-hmm. you can breastfeed him this way or hold him that way and so I guess it made it easier, but me, all I always wanted to breastfeed. That was my main thing. We both always talked about it, you know, breastfeeding our, breastfeeding him. Mm-hmm. And it just came, I guess, naturally after a while. 
um even now like now it's not as bad as because i would and i i fed him on demand so it wasn't a schedule or anything like that like it was you go like it was <laughs> and then i tried pumping and breastfeeding at the same time didn't succeed too well in it like i would if i wanted to do something it would I wanted to do something it was it was oh let me hurry up and try to pump mm-hmm. this little bit amount of milk or whatever the case may be but it was breastfeeding is relaxing it can be relaxing it can be it can be really relaxing um it made me feel like it made me feel like proud that I was able to and still am being able to give him those nutrients like for me because yeah. even still I, I i just think birthing a kid and carrying a child is to me it's still weird i i just somebody that small can come mm-hmm. up out of you be us like it's just like really really weird to me but it's life mm-hmm. so um to know that i i'm carrying something that can actually just make him feel good or like he didn't get sick as much um his first flight wasn't bad at all you know what i mean it it, 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 everything was cool like breastfeeding i'm a strong 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 supporter of you know breastfeeding and then i just say always be like just keep trying just keep that's, that's me i'm like just keep trying just keep trying but some kids don't latch and some you know some do some people don't have the patience for it. Like my niece, she didn't have the patience for it. Then she's younger than me, so it was like a, yeah. like nah, like mm. you, you got that. I'll just go, <laughs> go out with this. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's cool. Um, it's cool. Yeah, that's being is definitely a. It has its frustrations though. I'm not gonna lie, because it's like okay, you're crying, and then I'm like, then he's like, who he crying? It's just, just give him titty, like just, just you know what I mean, like that. That's your relationship. <laughs> just give him titty. I'm like, why? Like, it's not. I want to have fun. Mm-hmm. I don't want to keep having to, you know, whip this thing out for him to be quiet, eat, and that's another thing. Him, me breastfeeding because he's so used to it. Right now, him, he's eating, but he's not eating as much as he should and my doctor said that it was cool because he's at that age where he's like being a really picky eater you know as long as he's still getting the milk and everything's fine but i need him to eat some food are you breastfeeding i think so i'm slowly trying to wean him off i i think that i am i'm not uh a big fan of like milk i don't drink milk Mm -hmm. so I'm going to try to figure something out. But I strongly think I'm over. It'll be two in September. So, yes. (laughs) I don't want to have that six-year-old hanging from me. And I was supported. I definitely was supported. But it got My mom was like, you should have cut that off at a year. (laughs) (laughs) You should have cut that off at a year. Because even now, she's like, he is 15 years old. And he's still hanging from your 15 head. Like, years old. You know what I mean? Like, 
still you wanna you wanna walk around here, you still hanging from your mom. She probably got me second mama that she tells me all the time. <laughs> so she she has her little her little words or whatever about it, because she's just like, he not gonna be 13 years old and still be sit standing outside and pulling on your shirt. If he can do all of that, then he can eat some food. So I'm like, all right. Ready. Yeah, yeah, but I'm ready for him to. You have to. I have faith. <laughs> He's getting the boot. A question for my peace of mind. When did mm-hmm. he start sleeping through the night? He still don't sleep through the night. Okay. Well, not through He's the night. Sleeping. Not through the night. Rakim wakes up. Rakim wants food every two hours, 24 hours a day. I'm just like, let me sleep. Please, Mr. Man. Those I remember those days, but he still don't. He don't sleep through the night. He does not sleep, and it he we that's our fault. We let him sleep with us, so he has a bed, has a toilet bed, mm-hmm. because his crib he started to sleep on a slant, and he was sleeping with his feet outside of the bars, and that's scary, <laughs> very. So I'm like, okay, let's get him a toilet bed. Got him a toilet bed. He sleeps in it, but his bedtime, he usually goes to sleep between like 8.45 and 9.30. He'll, he'll go to sleep. But he's back up by like 12.30, 1 o'clock. And when he's back up, he's coming out of his room and coming in ours and climbing in the middle of us. That sounds about right. Every night. That sounds about right. Hold up. Um, <clears throat> what was I about to say? Oh, Lord. Oh, oh, okay. You had a C-section. Um, so what was healing like? Because a C-section is major surgery. Mm-hmm. And then you go home and you have to take care of a baby. It, <laughs> it was, that was kind of, it was stressful. Um, because I'm laying there scared that my freaking stomach going to open up like this. Mm-hmm. From the stitches um got to keep getting up getting down going to the bathroom or picking him up and feeding him even still to this day it still feels numb like i don't have like my complete feelings back right there is it's, it's, life is just weird um but it was i had a lot of support because of course my husband was here with me um and he did everything that he could do until it was time for him. Because I think he stayed out of work probably for like two or three weeks, if I'm not mistaken. But once he went back, it was the healing process. It took a while. Like I healed quick, but it was still like that soreness, you know, and just like trying to do everything throughout the day by myself was kind of scary. Because I'm like, I got to move really slow. Mm-hmm. So I'm not moving too fast to, you know, just tear anything. Because I'm thinking I'm gonna tear something. Like again, it's a major surgery. Never had one, so I'm like, I took the uh, what did it give me? Oxy. Mm-hmm. Um, took those home, but I took it that one night we got home, and then I think they wanted me to take them like every four, six hours, something like that. And I would take it, like, right, trying to go to sleep. But one night, it was the second night 
because I didn't take him no more after the second day. I was laying there and we were talking. Baby went to sleep. We were just sitting there talking and I went, nodded out on him. And he was like, when I woke up, he was just like, don't take those no more. Like, that's not, we're going to have to find an alternative for you to keep the pain down. He was like, but please don't take them no more. Like, you yeah. just were talking and you went to a whole, went to a whole never sleep. And I'm like, I don't, it was probably just me being delirious, the medicine, just, just a whole mixture of things. Mm-hmm. The healing process was definitely probably the worst part of having that C-section. Yeah. Mm. I still feel down there from time to time. And it's healed, but it's just like numb. Mm-hmm. Somebody, I okay. heard somebody say that. I don't think my... Yeah, like you don't... It's not the full fit. Like you don't... If you rub across it, it's really not the full feeling there. Like it's... And I'm like, maybe it'll come back within a couple of years. Have you tried the massages? They say to try. Mm-mm. What massages? You gotta Google it, girl. I don't know. <laughs> but I know people say um, that like you can massage the scar and do type, different type of things with it, mm-hmm. so you can get the feeling back. You get the feeling back. Yeah, it's a little. It's still a little. He's having fun. That's all. He's back at his time of his life. Can I have those, please. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but what I was about to say is what's wild, wild to me. Well, one is wild that America doesn't care about us in general. But what's wild is you know how some places don't give dads maternity leave or paternity leave, whatever. But if we had a C-section, she needs help. So it's it, like, yeah. Well, even if she doesn't have a C-section, she should get help. But yeah, especially she has a C-section, so you would think that it would be at minimum give us maybe six weeks so we can help. Or he can help exactly. Baby. Um, but yeah, so my brain is much. Yeah, like he had to make sure he had enough, like PTO, mm-hmm. pretty much to like to take off, so he would. Because I don't, yeah, his job didn't have didn't have paternity leave, if I'm not mistaken. He had to make sure he had enough PTO for him to at least be off a week, mm-hmm. and then he went like another week or whatever without like no pay but you like i need to be home like i don't want to miss this time you know to help you or to even just be home with him i don't want to just go straight back to work you know and it should be and that's it's it's sad because that kind of messes up like the like a dynamic of like the family like that 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 moment when they bring when a family brings home a newborn child that's a moment that they all should be there together to, you know what I mean? To to take care of one another. Like, why should he have to go right back to work? Mm-hmm. You know, no, he didn't birth it, but he's the father. He should be there for that bonding time also with his with his child. Mm-hmm. The world is just a screwed up place. Hopefully things change. ASAP. Yeah. <laughs> also, not to remember. Um, <laughs> Uh, so, final two things. Hey, can you quiet down just a little bit, please? He is talking. Um, oh, so, uh, in general, I know you say you always want to be a mother. This day, what's the day? I don't know, today's date. April 30th. 30th, yep. How do you feel about motherhood today? 
How I feel about it today? Like, yes. After being a mom for a year and some change, what are your thoughts? Man, I love motherhood. I do. I actually, I absolutely love motherhood. I would love to have more children. Um, motherhood is your mothering your whole household. Literally, everybody gets mothered in here. You know, it's it's it. <laughs> so it's like sometimes I'm like okay I have my my big son and my little son like I because I get to take care of the house like I get to take care of everybody but just being like an actual mother mother is like is wonderful because I get to see him grow every day every day is something new Mm -hmm. I mean something new every single day um whether he got a new word whether it's him when he learned how to walk, you know, he plays basketball. His basketball hooper now, so he thinks he he's the basketball player. That child think he can play ball. Play ball, really. He's it's it's exciting. It's exciting because you never know what you're gonna get into at all. Like it's always something new. So I love it. I definitely love it. I remember when I first, when I had Ramel, it wasn't when I first had Ramel, but I had Ramel and I was like, I don't know what I was doing, being some mushy person. I was looking at him and I was like, I don't use a watch. I was like, did my parents feel like this about me the way I feel about you? Like, they better had number one. (laughs) This is crazy. (laughs) But yeah, it's definitely a wild thing. And then I'm sure like our parents, like, Way, you say you say like yeah every day they probably like yeah memories of us and it's wild because like I told you my sister my oldest sister is fourteen years older than me mm-hmm. then I have another sister she's what 12, 12, 13 years older than me my brother's nine years older than me I'm four years older than my younger sister mm-hmm. so I've always make jokes. To my mom, like, damn, like, what we was mistakes? Like, it's too good to have us. You know, girl. <laughs> you know what I mean? So she's like, y'all wasn't a mistake. And then I always say, because my dad was in the military. So when I was born, I was actually born in Hawaii. So then I'll make it, I'll be like, well, I was the love child. Like, you know, right. they had me. Like, you know, you know, so I make little jokes and stuff about that. But my parent, my mom, she can be a little hard up. So sometimes her showing emotion, it'd be like, lady, you let it out. Like, you know, let it out. But definitely my dad, he he takes a lot of pride in like showing his emotion to us and how he feel. And I don't, I can definitely say that they, I, hey, sir, can I could definitely say like my with my mom was pregnant with me. She couldn't she couldn't poop for six months. Um, yeah, with me because of the way I was sitting. Like I was my head was up. I was sitting Indy. Like she said, someone stole my sonogram, but I'm was sitting inside of her like Indian style, so she wasn't able to even have a bowel movement, bowel movement with me for like six months. So she said it drove her crazy. Um, so she always tells me, she like, girl, you are the pain in my ass. She tells me that a lot. I love her. So 
that's my that's my story of how I always look at. But me and my mom are like we're best friends. Like she definitely, I talk to her every single day. Um, and they, he's their youngest. There's only two of them. My niece, she's sixteen, and he's one. A big gap. One and they are 15 years apart. His birthday is September 20th, and my niece's is September 21st. Wow, and that's weird. It's weird. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely at my parents, especially my mom. She probably was like, I'm so damn glad this child is just. Okay, so what I'm about to say, the last thing, um, yeah, my advice to a first time mom, or did he both? My advice to a first postpartum, whatever you think is most important, not most important, what you know what I mean? My advice to a first time mom, um, would be to hold on, sis. <laughs> you got this. I'm not gonna lie, like, you, you, you got it. No matter how you feeling at that moment, you know, just look at what you just bought into this world and just see like the it how much joy it does bring you. No matter what you got going on around you, you know, matter how you're feeling, just know that that little person there is dependent on you. You know, you can feel whatever way you're feeling at that moment, but you gotta tuck that in and you got you gotta you Feel what you're going to feel. Don't ever suppress your feelings behind it. If you need to go in the bathroom and scream, go in that bathroom, close that door, scream, cry, look in the mirror, wipe your face, look at yourself and say, I got this. And walk out the door as if nothing happened. But you got this. You, like, we got this. Because I feel like it should be, we, there are communities, there are outlets where it's the, us women should be able to come together with each other. You know what I mean? To to make each other feel welcome, to make each other feel like I'm not in this on my own. I'm not doing this by myself. You know, that's why I'm, I'm really happy that you had, you did ask me. So I am, I am. Like when Q asked and he was like, you know, you want to do Naja's show? And I'm like, sure. Because I don't get to, I talked about it, but I don't get to talk about it. 
You know what I mean? Text me in time because I will tell you that I'm going crazy. <laughs> and you can tell me you got this. No, seriously, like it's it same here. Like if you need a, need to just text my phone or call me and scream over the phone, then I that's what I'm here for. Very, I'm I'm dead serious because we need that. Like we need to just somebody just be like, girl, hold on. Mm-hmm. Like you got this. Just release it. Release it. I'd be running out screaming. I'd be like, that's why I run most so dang on loud. And I'm like, listen. I do. I, girl, I'll scream in a heartbeat. I'm like, you don't get to my damn nerves. Yeah, I, will, <laughs> I will scream. I'd be like, ah. I will scream in a heartbeat. And they, they so used to it. Especially my husband. He just used so used to it. He'd just be like, <laughs> some days he might be like, what's wrong? But depending on what led up to me screaming, he might not even ask. Like he I'm just like she just today. <laughs> like I'm having a good day. <laughs> I ain't gonna figure out this sale. I'd be like, Lord, please get these people. Just take them to the park or something. Both of them. Like I just need a moment to myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be in bed like, like what did I sign, not what did I sign up for? Like I love my kids to death. Love mm-hmm. kids. But mm-hmm. these men can get up and go. Well, turn this thing. He, yeah, like, goodbye. But if he wanted to, he could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's like they they have their because they have their things that they do, mm-hmm. and they still, you know what I mean. Like they still working, they still trying to make things to work, mm-hmm. make things to keep going. And then it's like, okay, well, let's switch for a second, like so you can see what I'm, you know what I mean, like what I'm at home dealing with, so and I can see what you're dealing with. But like, let's just switch for a second, mm-hmm. just one little second. So, and I just started back working again. So, and I work from home. That's great, right? So, we'll see how this goes. Um, my mom and dad comes to get, comes to get him certain days out of the week if I call him and tell him to come get him. But we'll see. It's, it's so, I would just say, sis, hold on. Yeah. We got you. And just prepare. Yeah. Preparation is key. Preparation is, but sometimes when you prepare it, it that preparation it don't. don't. Right. <laughs> Not, I guess what I mean is like for myself, I don't think I knew postpartum would be so like I, I knew about postpartum depression, I knew about postpartum anxiety. Mm-hmm. I knew, well, I didn't know. So I'm sure you have seen this. Like, so what's how was your? I don't mean to cut you off. How was your your postpartum? Are you still like? Are you dealing with it now? Are you? <laughs> Uh, my postpartum with Ramel was enough for me to want to do drugs. I did not. But if you would have gave me some, I might have been like, You might have let me look at the But because of that, I feel like this postpartum was a lot better. I still had my mm-hmm. days. So I had Rakim at home. I, I always wanted to have an egg for birth. Cool. So when I had a C session with Ramel, I was real messed up. I was yeah. Like, oh, yeah. My so I feel like when I had where I came, I was like on a high. And then once the high wore off, I was like, oh God, it's happening. Like this really happened. Like, <laughs> and then with Ramel being a toddler, he still wanted attention. So it just it was a lot. It, it is a lot. It was. It'd be like So how old is Ramel? Three. He turned three. I had okay. Rakim January, Ramel turned three in March. Um, wow. But because I told my story, like the first episode of this, I told my story and I was like, postpartum is going great. And now I'm like, postpartum is... It's postpartum. It's, 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 it's going. going. Day by day is what is going on. Like, 
it is what it is. But today yeah. is a good day. So we take it I take it as I can and I told my sister like Glorilla's tomorrow is like the, the motto of my life right now. Like no. <laughs> every sun don't shine. <laughs> but tomorrow, hopefully, is these two well it's not him obviously it's not well it's the fact that being touched out sometimes but mm-hmm. it's that older mm-hmm. one and i get it i get why he's i get why he on one he three he exploring his mother just got another person in the house and yeah he all up on yeah his mother. so i get it but also like give me five feet he's like i gotta share right like, what is going on he like baby brother's not hungry put him down why would you do this why is he on you like right. like i gotta feed him like you try to make me starve the baby, but I'm you don't need that. I can't ask you much more than that. It is what it is. It is what it is, and, and, and you're doing a great job. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You're doing a great job. Is like you said, you gotta take it one day at a time. Yeah. That's all. Take it one day at a time. One day, and then at some point, it felt you know you know that movie with what's his name, Bill Murray, I think. It's like Groundhog Day. It's like uh-huh. every day is the same day. Uh, every day is the same day. Yep. <laughs> like I need something. Let's go to a playground. Something different because it's like it's 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 like you in a in a loop. It's like you're doing the same thing exactly over and over and over, and you're just like, okay, I need something out of the norm to make me not feel like I'm going crazy. Yes, because that's definitely what the hell it feel like. Mm-hmm. Especially like feeding the board. Like all right, every two hours, you want something? Mm-hmm. There you go. And then, like, it's bedtime already? All right. The other night yep. I woke up and he was in the bed with me. I don't remember it. Do not remember it. And I was up no. for an hour because I was freaked out. Because I was like, I how he did it. Like, obviously, I'm the one that did it. But but how? Like, I, when? Like, when did this happen? And he was swaddled and I had him under the big cover. And I was like, what the hell? I was so What's scared. going on? I was like, this is not right. I'm so sorry. <laughs> What's going on? Oh, I understand. And I love my sleep. I love my sleep. Like it's the greatest thing in the world is sleep. Yeah, it is. So, yeah, I'm I'm here. I am here. I love my babies. They're beautiful beings. But I cannot mm-hmm. wait until I get eight hours of sleep. Until you can get some eight hours of sleep. I still ain't I haven't had eight hours it's of coming. sleep. We are we praying that it's coming. Man, I pray for it every night. I'd be like, I God, please let him sleep for a full night. <laughs> I swear, I'd be like, if he, even if he slept till six o'clock in the morning, I swear to God, I would be grateful for that because mm-hmm. I can get up at six and do my day like that. That I can do that, mm-hmm. but you cannot keep getting up at one, two, or three o'clock in the morning whenever you feel like and just come crawling in my bed, and then you want to grab my titty and go back to sleep. Go back to sleep because at this point, it's not even a feed. Like I'm not feeding you mm-hmm. at that hour. Not, this is literally just for comfort. Yeah. So it's like pacifying on me, and that's not cool. He likes it. Know. He's like, this is what I yeah. need to go to sleep. Like, he's, like now, he's just laying here. He's not eating. So he just he just does it when he, you know, like the soothe, I guess is the word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And especially if I'm not paying him any attention mm-hmm. and I'm like doing something yeah, it's, he's uh, like, listen, woman. Yeah, it's my time. <laughs> it's it's definitely my time. Like, my okay, mommy. Like, it's I'm I'm here. If I'm doing hair, I cannot I can't do hair with him around because it's after a while it's okay. Mm-hmm. You doing that too much, and I need your attention. 
Because as soon as I get off of here with you, exactly. he's going to go by. That's they, they do that. They do that. It's like, what did you, what did you want this for? <laughs> like, what's your point? Like, come play with me. Then you get down there to play with them, but they play by themselves. Like, then they play by themselves. What, what did I do? Yeah, for emotional support. That's all. That's, that's it. I'm here to be a cheerleader. Okay, right. I got you. Well, I ain't going to let you go. Right. I sound like I'm on a phone call, but it is. <laughs> um, but thank you guys for listening to our podcast today. This was with Brianna. Final heart question before I do this: Is this your uh, Cosmo page or your personal page? Because I forgot. That's my personal. Okay. My personal page. Um. Yeah, that's my personal page. I will share her cosmetology page as well. So if you're in the Baltimore area, you can uh, look at it. And then thank you for listening. Follow us on Instagram or the Tiki Top and listen to us or watch us, whatever you do, and follow and subscribe <laughs> that too. Um, but thank you so much for Brianna for joining us. Thanks for, for having me, Kaja. 